come in peace to bring you heroin and then steal your endorphins. This is Jackie. It's now my duty to completely drain you, Justin. In heaven, he's my golf cup. I'm Sam, and this is Dark Angel. I mean, I come in peace. No, I'm pretty sure it's Dark Angel, or I come in peace. On Stinker Madness. What's that smell? <laughs> I don't know about you, but I'm thirsty as fuck. Thirsty, thirsty, thirsty as fuck. Hey, look at me! Thrill me. If you come back in here, I'm gonna hit you with so many rights, you're gonna beg for a left. Thrill me. Beg for a left. Thrill me. Hey, look at me! No more! Hang on! It stinks. Hang on! Get to the double! Hello, welcome to Sneaker Madness, the podcast about bad movies for bad movie lovers by bad movie lovers. I'm your host, Justin. With me are always Sam and Jackie. Uh, we've got a big show today, and we are late, as everybody listening probably notices. We're two days late because Sam's 40th birthday completely wrecked us, and now we are playing catch-up. So, uh, I think it's I Come in Peace from 1990. That's what I'm going to go with. It's I Come in Peace because, to jump right into boring bullshit... One of the producers was like, well, you know, there was a movie in 1935 called Dark Angel. People are going to get confused. Ooh, uh, which one? <laughs> Dark, uh, from, wait, are, there the was one, one in the 20s. Laundered? Which one did we watch? Because I watched the one from 1935. And then there was also one in the 20s. Like, oh, I, I that watched one. both of them because I was conf- I watched the 1935 one. I was like, dude, this isn't a bad movie. It's got to be the 1921. So we watched that. There's a Dolph Lundgren movie called Dark Angel. Shit. Yeah. <laughs> I just can't imagine, but that was the thing. Well, there was also one made in the 20s. That's the most interesting thing about this film, <laughs> is that somebody was like, oh, people are going to get confused. No. This movie that was made 50 years ago. We no. got to change the name to a line that's in it. Wasn't uh, wasn't that Jessica Alba show Dark Angel as well? Yeah. Yeah. It was just a few years after They were this, brave, but... though. They didn't care that people were going to get confused <laughs> about that 1935 movie. I did. I was like, Dark Angel, that chick looks hot. But I'm pretty sure this movie was made in 1935, and I'm not going to watch it. I wasn't confused. You were dead on between whose uh, hot uh, shirtless body was in which movies and which TV episodes? Yeah, I got Dolph Lundgren radar. Yeah. Oh! <laughs> and uh, so it was very easy for me to pick up on the right movie, because I was like, oh, hello, hot stuff. Ow! Yeah, I don't get the title Dark Angel because it kind of stinks and it's kind of generic. And, oh, hey, there's these other movies. Whereas I Come in Peace is a badass title. Go with that. Really? I would think I Come in Peace is like too long and I blame it for being the reason this thing tanked. Really? See, and I think that Come in Peace, I Come in Peace is, sells it as an alien Mm movie. Mostly alien movie where this is mostly a cop movie. Yeah. Yeah. With some alien business. Right. Um. And so if I would not have went and saw it if, well, okay, Dolph Lundgren's in it. I, right. I would have went and saw right. it. Yeah. But I would have been expecting more of him being dressed up like an alien mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. being on a alien planet. Yeah, maybe, maybe. And yeah. then coming down and maybe he's, he's trying, the one that comes in peace. Yeah, he's trying to seduce some ladies. He comes in peace on their faces. Oh, yep. come on, man. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> This is the best movie ever in my mind. <laughs> or I, well, God, I guess I, I can't go back to a more innocent like subplot line, which is what I was going to go for now that you guys have 
over the top dirtied it. But uh, um, yeah, I don't know. Uh, Dark Angel isn't a very good title. If I come in peace isn't a very good title either, then I guess they needed to do better. But I, I, I can see what Jackie's saying because I come in peace. I also thought Dolph was the alien guy. And Dolph is, has really nothing to do with the aliens. This is a buddy cop movie. Like, through and through buddy cop movie set to the backdrop of an alien invasion where they suck out your brains through their straw hands. It even plays with the the tropes of buddy cop movies very well all the way throughout it because they're like, what's your problem with me? Ultimately nothing. You want a glass of wine? Sure. Buddies. Buddies. Like, yeah, they're supposed to like be in this huge cock contest and they always forget about it. <laughs> Just constantly forgetting about the fact that they hate each other until they're friends, which right. has been the whole time. What else you got, Sam? Uh, Craig R. Baxley is making mm-hmm. his triumphant return. Well, yes, of course, is. remember him as an uh, roundabout stunt man. Veritable jackknife. Wait, no, uh, Swiss Army knife. Okay. If uh, film, because he's a stuntman and a director, that makes him a Swiss Army knife. Sure. sure he sure. also did TV and uh, movies, so he did like a team in that. But this is his third directorial effort mm-hmm. on on this pro- on, on the program. The program. Yeah. Uh, Action Jackson and Stone right. Cold being the other two, which which were great movies. Action Jackson stinks, but Action uh, Jackson stinks. Uh, Stone Cold. I thought that was the one with awesome. the ape. No. To flip people off. No, that's uh that's uh Duncan Jacks. <laughs> oh, that's yeah, I guess there's a lot of letters I was giving comedy. that guy too much credit then. Uh, Sorry. Action Jackson is the one with Craig T. Nelson as the bad guy, also has uh Al Young in it. Uh and uh Carl Weathers does a backflip over a car is the only thing that happens. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Mm. Uh whereas uh, Stone Cold with uh uh, Brian Bosworth, who we'll talk a little bit about later in the program. Uh, we've got a streaming Joe's and Don't with Brian Bosworth. Um, uh, kicks a lot of ass on a motorcycle. So, two-faced Craig R. Baxley. Hey, you have Car Weathers and fuck him up and then Brian Bosworth. I think he did what he could with the script and action, Jackson. Yeah, maybe. It just wasn't very exciting. No, it sure wasn't, wasn't a lot going on yeah, in that movie. It's it was not a writer. unaction Jackson. It was yeah, it was unaction Jackson. Uh, oddly enough, the uh, Hollywood heavyweight David Cope rewrote the script. That is the version that we watched, which is probably why it's so chock full of excitement. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Uh huh. Uh huh. Why did they put Highlander in it? Highlander. What? What do you mean? The the guy with the white hair. Oh, Matthias Hughes. He looks like Highlander to me. Um, barely. I thought or, he looked more like Raiden from Mortal Kombat. Yeah, yeah. Oh, you're thinking he? You're screwing it up. You think he looks like Raiden from Mortal Kombat, who's actually Christopher Lambert, who is, is the, the Highlander. Highlander. <laughs> yes, that's where I was and going. It. And it's not him. You know why? There can be only one. <laughs> <laughs> that's why. Uh, Man, that would have been awesome. I, I don't know. Uh, what's this guy's name again? Tobias. Uh, Matthias Hughes. Matthias Hughes. Yeah. I thought he was pretty awesome. Like, at first, I was like, oh, maybe they should have got Lambert. But they, by the end of it, I was like, dude, this guy's kind of rocking it. Like, he doesn't really say anything other than, I come in peace for, like, weird whispering talk yeah. for no reason instead of being like, I come in peace, motherfucker. Yeah. He's just tall and intimidating and stuff. Yeah, he's 6'5". Cool. Yeah. Yeah, it's cool. And then I think they had him in boots still because Lundgren's 6'4". And there's right. shots where he's towering uh-huh. over Lundgren and you're like... But that man's very big. <laughs> How big is this man? Yeah, I noticed the uh, moon boot action in the final mm-hmm, fight sequence. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. 
Uh, actually, speaking of Matthias Johnson, he has confirmed there will be a sequel of this movie. I don't think there will be. <laughs> uh, no one else has confirmed it, but he has. Okay, I'm making it in my basement as we speak. Uh, last time I think he said it was going to happen was in 2015. I come into my basement and make a movie. Do you remember getting blown up in the last one? <laughs> doesn't matter. Spoiler alert, but does, you didn't make matter. it. Yeah. Um, this is twin brother. Uh, uh, yeah. Twin space brother. <laughs> also, I should know, mm-hmm. should know, the last thing of note on this is that it was released on Laserdisc, which I think is dangerous. Ooh, yeah. It's even bigger <laughs> than a compact disc. It is super, super dangerous. Right. That won't just chop a guy's head off. That'll take out like eight guys' heads. Yeah. No. It's big. That's, <laughs> that's not a throat slitter. That's a guillotine. Right. Exactly. Thanksgiving was rough this year. <laughs> but the most dangerous weapon on the planet. Yeah. <laughs> that's mostly it all right uh dark angel from 1990 starring dolph lundgren uh it starts out with uh the one thing i really want to get forward in this movie is we just got done with voyage of the rock aliens which we all declared was the worst of the 80s it was everything bad that happened in the 80s was shoved mm. in our face this is kind of the same Except for it's all very... It's one year later, 1990. Uh, as Voyages of the Rock Aliens? Oh, that this was, was 90. Yeah, this is 90. So it's escaped the 80s. This is early 90s in a can. Sure. Like, I, I just was, like, riveted with nostalgia of this point in time. Um, because it starts out with a dickhead uh, Wall Street jackass in a Mercedes. And uh, he's driving down the road being all cool and stuff. And he's trying to cram a CD into his CD player, which was a thing that we had to do. Now, the fun thing about CD players at this point in time in 1990 that nobody fucking remembers because everybody's still got nostalgia about tapes. Oh, yeah. Tapes were a thing. Nobody fucking remembers tapes that was born after 1990. But you had a giant fucking folder in your car filled with compact discs because compact disc could only hold what was it like 45 minutes of music or something like that uh, the 12 bit ones could but then when they jumped up to 16 bit all of a sudden they were 80 minutes long right 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 so you either way you're getting sick of listening to fucking uh uh fucking pet sounds over and over and over and over again so you're constantly flipping through this goddamn book while you're driving we're talking about teenagers texting and driving we were the same people except for we were looking for cds to listen to and that's what happens to this guy (laughs) yeah i didn't get a cd player in my car until the 2000s oh well i didn't either because i didn't have a driver's license until 1996 but my my family i remember this and we even had the the like the little sleeves that you would put the compact disc in that you would stick in the 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 so you could just swap them out and leave you know throw them on the floor without having them get all scratched up because they had a protective shell around them remember the changer that changed everything. Right. You get six, six discs. discs in yeah. one. Oh, man, that was a well, big Meanwhile, deal. this guy's ahead of the curve, though. Why is that? 1990, having a... He's got a Merc. Gear. Sure, he said it was a $70,000 car. Right. Yeah, you uh, probably want some decent tunes in your $70,000 car. Sure. It's still going to be a CD player. It's still going to be a pain in the ass. This is right when I was like, oh, fuck, I picked the wrong movie. Because they're just being cavalier about waving an actual <laughs> CD around on screen. <laughs> And I was like, I picked the movie where the CD kills the people. 
<laughs> and I'm like, this isn't the right movie. This guy's holding an actual CD. This, Whoops. This guy nearly gets killed by CDs without the assistance of sure. aliens from space. That's how dangerous these things fucking yeah. were. Jackie, did you, uh, did you have, when was your first car CD player? Um, I don't remember ever not having one. Really? Oh, rich girl. Jesus. <laughs> rich girl. Look at the look at the fancy pants on this one. <laughs> yeah, my first car had CD players and um, <laughs> did it have air conditioning. It Whoa. Did. It did. did you have a meeting with the queen after you got it? <laughs> no, but like, the mayor did invite me over for dinner. <laughs> oh, the keys to the city. You guys yeah. Were, like you go to shocks and you could get it looked like a happy meal. It had like a cardboard handle on the top of it and it was a tape deck and two speakers. <laughs> and it was only 40 bucks. That's what I had in my fucking Futura. Right. Was the Centrek Happy Meal. <laughs> nice. What's the toy? Uh figuring out how to put it in your car. Just get yeah. out of here, kid. <laughs> I liked the old ones that uh we really got to move on from this, but the the ones that you took a discman and then you connected it up to a tape and then plugged it in oh, your yeah. tape player so you had CD tunes in the car with when you still had a tape machine. So you had endless skipping because <laughs> yeah, discmans right. were shit. Right. You couldn't move them an inch without it skipping. <laughs> So this guy, he's like, God damn fucking CD player, piece of shit. <laughs> he's right. <laughs> he's fucking right. Uh, and it shoots out, the, the you know, he puts it in and it instantly ejects itself, which was a thing. I guess it's still a thing because my Xbox One does that. Mm. Uh, shoots down on the floor and he's digging around trying to get it because he's got to have his sweet jams while he's driving home from fucking Wall Street. And essentially skids off the side of the road, almost super crashes, but skids yeah. off to the side of the road. Uh, and then he continues to drive, even though like he he slides to a stop, mm-hmm. almost hitting a moving truck, but right. then decides I should gas it into this Christmas tree lot. <laughs> right. So he does that. Oh, well, yeah. he was listening to Hark the Herald Angels sing. <laughs> At, like, he had volume. the Christmas spirit. Sure. He was just trying to get some free air freshener in his grill. <laughs> So he gets out of his car and he's looking at it and he's like, oh, dag, man, my car. And then he hears this weird sound over his head and it's like, what the shit is that? And a fucking, I guess a UFO sure. comes in way too hot. It is just like a fucking meteorite and blows up his car. I think it just blew him up because he was in his parking spot. Oh, it's like, oh, I had already called that Christmas tree spot. That dibs. Yeah. I was going to park my UFO Nobody, there. Nobody's coming here till three days before Christmas. So it's a good hiding spot. So the UFO blew up his car, not like a laser or anything, right? I'm thinking it was a UFO weapon of some sort. Well, because the guy comes out, the, the alien comes out of the explosion and goes, I come in peace and then cuts. That's true. So that his spaceship, crashes into a mercedes that international space travel he's flown across the universe to crash onto a mercedes in what appears to be an object that he's barely able to fit inside of maybe it's like a dropped ship thing where he just shoots himself down <laughs> oh yeah i like that he's a human missile yeah right uh what what is that Only fucking, he's an alien what is that movie uh, is that uh uh that corman movie that you hate where they uh shoot guys and torpedoes into the other ships and that'll then the, be on the stars. Yeah. Yeah. And then the guys come out and fight the crew. <laughs> Christopher Plummer's like, we have an army. I'm like, no, you don't <laughs> elsewhere. This guy, a burglar. I don't even know what this guy's name is. Uh, he's played by Kevin page. Uh, he enters the police station 
and just kind of waltzes into the evidence room and steals a shitload of coke without anybody even really batting an eyelash. Yeah. Like, there's mega weapons in there. There's, like, all of the Colombian cocaine is in the evidence room. And nobody's like, hey, buddy, your shoelace is untied. And he walks into the fucking room and starts janking shit. Like, maybe do better. <laughs> hey, I'm on break. <laughs> so these two guys are being staked out by Dolph Lundgren and his partner. And Dolph gets distracted because... Uh, These two crackheads end up going into the liquor store slash convenience mm-hmm. store where he's staked out. Right. And yeah. they start hassling the guy, demanding money, pointing guns at the other patrons. They're robbing it. Right. And Dolph's like, fuck. Shit. I gotta give up my six months stake out. To go cause a blood, an unnecessary bloodbath in this liquor store. Uh, he's like Spider-Man. He's got to, you know, he can't just see crime and walk past it. He's got to hope that he's making the right choice and that his partner can handle this, uh, this. These other guys that are stealing all the evidence out of the police station. Why not just go be like, hey, uh, just so you know, a guy is stealing all the evidence out of a police station. Mm-hmm. Maybe uh, shoot him because there's plenty of cops in there. You don't need two cops to save the evidence when there's 16 cops inside. What are you talking about? What? They get out of the evidence thing without anybody seeing them. They blow it up with a backpack. Oh, Merry I thought, Christmas. I thought that, that Dolph then, Lundgren was staking them out. No. Okay. Then. That's the white boys. Yeah. This, mm. Then. Yeah. They get the heroin. They blow up the. Um, cop shop. Cop shop. Mm-hmm. Then it cuts to Dolph Lundgren and he sees the two white boys walking into the meeting. But then these two crackheads pull up behind him and start robbing the convenience store. So whose meeting is, is Dolph staking out? The drug dealers. The yeah. one, from the so, stuff that they stole from the cop well, shop. Well, no. So right. his ah, partner okay. is setting up a buy so that he can sting him. But these guys are so onto it that they stole their own drugs back from the cops to have drugs for this buy that's not even really a buy so they can just shoot this guy. Ah. That's what's happening here. Okay. All right. And so Dolph is distracted with uh, sure. the, the other thing that's happening. And the alien comes in to the white boy's deal well no so right now what happens is is then Dolph's like oh fuck i gotta go save the liquor store right so he gets off and his partner gets killed while he's fucking cowboying up and killing a man for armed robbery which is what happens he kills a man in front of the malt liquor shoots him right between the eyes goes back to the car finds out his partner's been killed in the drug deal gone wrong which actually went right if you're the drug dealers, because you stole your own drugs back to kill this guy and you did that. Right. And you got the cash full of the money full of cash. Yes. At which point the intergalactic drug sniffing bloodhound shows up with his CD gun. Right. And right. starts killing them by chucking fucking CDs at yeah. them. It was. I think like, it's just one. Yeah, it's one. Oh, yeah. It's, it's, it's he doesn't seeking. even have like a like he doesn't have the six disc changer. He's just got a one jobber. He's got an. It's a universal disc. Oh, it fits in it fits in everything? Well, it kills everybody. <laughs> He's like, go kill all those guys, C D. And it does. It's like, don't worry about the next size. Yeah. I'm a universal disc. I can t- take care of all sure. of it. Sure. Yeah. This or- is the point now where I'm like, Well shit, I did pick the right movie. How <laughs> right. about that? <laughs> so did he like have this C D gun? The whole time, like, is this the the weapon of choice? In, He's got in, two. 
alien planet or did he just see the compact disc in the mercedes guy car and is like that's shiny and looks sharp i'll put it in my wrist rocket gun i don't know now that you've got me confused it's not like we're not labeling it as hey that kind of looks like a compact disc it is 100% a compact disc that is killing people. Well, later on, the scientist says it's magnetic, so it has to be like a different. And when they touch it, it like vibrates. So it's like mm-hmm. a vibroblade from oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, Star Wars fame. Uh, so I think it's supposed to be not a CD, mm. but it is clearly a CD. The prop is a CD. <laughs> it's hilarious. And it has it has compact disc vision, yeah. which I loved it flying around the room with a camera on the back of it. And then guys are like, whoa, shit. Yeah, dude. And then their heads come off. Yeah. And it's like, (laughs) that's a CD. Not even the hole in the middle of it. Right. Wow. (laughs) You couldn't just make a disc out of something? The movie showed you an actual CD earlier. Like, it was like, hey, stupid. You're stupid. (laughs) Right. Like, that's what I'm saying. It it kind of leads you to believe that this, because it's like cramming the CD in at the beginning, and then it's the ultimate weapon is also a CD. Yeah. Um, so yeah, he takes these guys out with his compact disc wrist rocket and steals their drugs because he is a drug dealer of sorts. He's a drug stealer, right? He's a drug stealer. He's like, I've come, I come in peace. I come in peace. Which is a lie. He kills he everybody. Is such a fucking dirty liar. <laughs> He's a dirty liar. <laughs> At no point does he meet anybody and say, "I'm going to kill you yeah. and take your drugs." It's I come in peace. Yeah. I, I don't know where you're getting that. Like, where did you hear that? Somebody say that or something to you? You saw it in this movie called Dark Angel from the 1920s. Oh right, right, right. Oh yeah, that's what, you can get them confused. <laughs> yes. Uh, he's beaming in on his little personal torpedo pod and like he's getting radio waves. Hey, this is a pretty good movie. I come in peace. I'm going to use that. Yeah. Don't know what it means while I'm killing guys. Uh, so Dolph comes in after all these guys have been killed and uh, he finds his partner dead. Dead. Dead here. So. He also, we also find Dolph wearing a button up or a button down mm-hmm. with the sleeves ripped off of it. It looks like a Megadeth shirt underneath it. Yeah, Jackie, bitchin'. Describe the Dolph in this in this movie because this is 1990. This is five years after uh, Ivan Drago. We also should take note of Dolph's wild hair color change. Right, that's where I was mostly going. I think he's got some sweet hair. What? I didn't notice that. Yeah, he's, he's got dark he's, hair. He's brown-haired in this movie. Yeah. Well, he's got some blonde highlights in it still. Yeah. To, you know, to kind of get it going. But I think most of that darkness was caused by all the product that he had in his hair. Mm-hmm. And, yeah. uh, man, he's just got buttermilk skin. <laughs> he's he's just so dreamy in his blue eyes and his hair that would probably poke you in the eye and it hurt right. real bad. right. At first, I thought it was Hasselhoff hair, but it's too—it's far too rigid to be Hasselhoff hair. There's a lot of goop in the in, mm. in his hair. This is back when we still thought it was aerosol that put the ozone hole mm-hmm. there, not nuclear bombs. Uh, and he, but even before that, he was just like hairspray. It was like Aquanet, mm-hmm. but it wasn't an Aquanet. It was an Aqua Lockdown. He might have been using LA gear or LA looks. LA looks. The, that was the pump stuff. That that was shit. No, that was, LA gear was the pump stuff. You pumped it. No, up that your was shoes. Reebok pumps. Uh, LA looks had the. It was a spray bottle, but it was the pump, 
Non aerosol. Oh no, I had LA Looks gel. It was green, like neon. That was green. also shit. Yeah, it was shit. It but was man, shit. you could really, you could really get a whole Pat Riley thing going on with LA Looks. Yeah, it was <laughs> way better with Aquanet. Yeah, that nothing beats the Aquanet. Nothing beats the Aquanet. So he's like, "Oh man, bummer. My my partner is dead. Bummer, bummer, bummer. bummer. Oh, that sucks. Ah, uh. every time. Ah." Uh. Uh, and his captain comes in, he's screaming at him, you've been gone for too long, you son of a bitch. Eight days. Eight days you've been on this stakeout. And he's like, uh, yeah, but uh, my partner's dead and I don't have any heroin. And I'm pretty sure CD just killed all these guys. Uh, I got no clue what's going on. And the boss is like, well, then take a fucking eight, two week vacation. Mm-hmm. But eight weeks. Yeah. Oh, was it eight weeks? Eight fucking weeks. I want somebody to send me on an eight-week vacation if I get paid for it. Me too. I, I really like this role for Dolph. 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 Uh, he likes this character. Did either of you guys get that oh, vibe? Yeah. Like He really liked this character. Sure. Mm-hmm. And he... I don't want to say he lazily acts, but like usually he's not very invested uh, in the character because he always gets typecast in these really dumb action guys or Russians or Russians. But here he's like, I'm going to have fun with this. And in this scene, he's he kind of tells his boss, like, you know what? You don't get to tell me what to do. Yeah, I'm fucking Dolph. Fuck you, buddy. So he's like, hell no. Am I taking a vacation? Oh, yeah. Well, if you're not going to take a vacation or quit. Here's this FBI guy. He's your new partner. No, he tells him, you either take this vacation or I'm going to fire your ass. Right. And then the FBI guy comes in and goes, I want that guy on the case. And yeah. he's like, no, I'm going on vacation. You have to talk to my boss. And the FBI guy and Dolph go back out and he's like, hey, I need this guy on the case. And he's like, well, that's too bad because he's going on vacation. And he's like, one call. That's all. Is that what he said? Yeah, something like that. Better call Saul. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think he said that. Oh, and then it was like, all right, I guess you're on the case. So they team up, sort of, begrudgedly. You know, I, I usually work alone, except for that partner that I just watched got yeah. killed. But uh, don't worry about him. But either way, I'm a tough city cop, and you're an FBI guy. You're with the feds, man. You're trying to bring us down all the time. And the FBI guy's like, oh, yeah, well, I have more power than you. Anything I say, I went to college for 10 years, buster. I'm, I'm better at copping than you could ever be. I got twice your salary, and I follow the regs, buster. Right, Speaking exactly. of the regs, what kind of shirt is that, pal? <laughs> and he they... exactly does that when they're on their way out to the car. Like, don't you want to rethink your wardrobe? Yeah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Because the clothes you wear are the person you are. And I'm like, oh, my God, I'm so glad we don't live in the 90s anymore. Or I would just be a white trash down by the river. Yeah. Maybe dead body. Sure. Look. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, not actually a dead body. Just the look of a dead (laughs) body. The look of the dead body. All right. right. Yeah. Is that person dead? No, I'm just going to the office. (laughs) (laughs) Just going to get some peanut butter from Walmart. Okay. What she's got on right there is uh, what we're calling... Of this year's summer floater, it's like she's <laughs> it's like she's brought the river with her wherever she goes. Notice the stain pattern yeah. around her armpits <laughs> and butt area, where the sweat has usually has really taken effect. So they go down to meet uh, Dolph's ex girlfriend or ex wife. I'm not really sure. She's the uh, coroner, and uh, he's way out of her league. <laughs> he's she gets, I get used to her. I okay. wanted to be like, I kept typing notes that I can't retrieve that said, now she's a little better looking. Huh. Like it was, 
she's he's out of her league. Let's not make any issue about that. But I got used like she I warmed up to her looks a little bit, but she's got a very like poofy head. She's got a she's got a real estate agent's perm, dude. It's it never gets better. It's real bad. Yeah. This is the actress that they put in this movie was so that every woman hopes that they'll meet Mm -hmm. a guy who looks Mm -hmm. like Dolph Mm -hmm. Lundgren with really low self esteem that Mm -hmm. they can date. Right. Yeah. That's what this was for. Yeah, I see that hair and I'm like, oh, I, I know what kind of sex this is going to lead to. What kind you of sex? You can fuck me. You can't <laughs> fuck up my hair. Well, I'm already done. <laughs> Neither one of us enjoyed it. Nope. Nice perm. <laughs> They're like the gross people at the end of the night on that Saturday Night Live, uh, the the bar, the, oh, yeah, you want to get on top of me right here? Mm-hmm. Whatever that bit is with Kate McKinnon and whoever the host is. Um, uh, so she's like, um, yeah, I don't know how these guys died. It's pretty weird. Okay. Thanks. Good to see you. We only brought you here so that we could, uh, bring you in later as a damsel in distress, but whatever. Um, in a derelict building, a homeless woman has noticed, uh, she hears a thud and suddenly everything explodes around her and there's a tunnel through the walls and out steps a naked Robert Patrick with electricity flowing all around him. Mm. And he's like, have you seen uh, this boy? Have you seen this boy? Because they've sent another Terminator back in time. Or he's a human missile too. Right. I'm pretty sure he's a Braxis. He's a Braxis. He's a, fu- he's, yeah, he's a, he's an alien cop. He's an alien. He's a Braxis. Cop. He's a Braxis. He's got the same fucking haircut. Right? <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, no, that's not true because, uh, uh, Jesse Ventura doesn't have any hair to cut. They cut it like you didn't have any, you had like a s- samurai thing from the feudal times. Like they made him look bald. They, both, he's got the same haircut as a Braxis. Both of these guys have rapid receding hair loss. Like their hair is running away from their faces, sure. and maybe it's like thing on planet. I come in peace. Maybe nobody has good hair; they just have long hair because both of them have long hair with receding hairlines. Yeah, the blonde guy's got more up top though. But right. the, this guy, it's not for his own fault. They just shaved it off. You think they? Sh- nobody shaves off the front of somebody's hair. Oh, you got to watch it again. This is a haircut. <laughs> They did so. that to it his is. head. And then they put the bangs like clear yeah. up on his top of his head so that they would hang over like right where his hairline should be. It's oh, weird. So it is alien style to yeah. have the whole front of your head exposed. I guess. Okay. It's sexy. <laughs> um. Uh, so yeah. So now there's another guy hunting the I come in peace guy. Uh, how are we going to label these guys? Let's go blonde alien and dark haired alien. Space cop. Yeah. Space cop and space drug dealer. Space i don't know space uh, drug finder <laughs> yeah. he's a drug dealer is he yeah he's there to he injects people with heroin in their heart which increases their endorphins created in their brain sure. then he shoots them in the brain uh-huh. and sucks out the endorphins because mm-hmm. on his planet he can sell those endorphins on the black market because they're drugs sure. oh i thought he was using the endorphins no. i no. thought he was a junkie but he's not really so much a dealer as he is a miner Right. He's yeah. a drug miner. Yeah, he's a drug... Uh, Where's his gold pan and hat? They don't make them that big. <laughs> Not even in space. Gold pan hat. So, yeah, 
perfect time to talk about him being a drug miner because this is the first time he kills a guy that we get to see on ste- on, on 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 screen. Well, not other than the the CD business, but he's got a wrist straw yeah. essentially that he pushes into your chest and yep. then a spike that he shoots in your brain. So he takes his wrist hose spiky uh-huh. and he shoots heroin directly into your heart. Right. But why doesn't which, he have the same thing? Like, why isn't it the same device for both ends? Cause one's a, uh, you know, giver and one's a taker. Oh. He's got a uh, dispenser and an est- extractor. Huh. So he puts it right into your heart, which apparently later on will tell you that it pushes up your endorphins. ODing. He's like ODing you, and he's giving you the most endorphins that you can have, and then he sucks them right out of your brain with his other spike. Okay. Okay. I don't I just don't know why he can't have two straws. He does. No, the other one's a spike. They both have straws. One's a hard straw. The other is a soft straw. Oh, okay. All right. Fine. Whatever. Yeah, so they go to this nudie bar, and we get some boobs for the sake three of times. boobs. Three times. Yeah, three times. Uh, they were nice boobs. Uh, they she, remind- was, she had nice boobs. Yeah. Um. Just so they can think. He thinks better at the nudie bar. And when he says think, he means, I'm going to pinch a snitch. Right. Because he goes <laughs> over to this guy, and he fucking jams his Beretta right in his cock. Right. And he starts twisting it around until he tells him everything he needs to know. And the guy's name is Boner. Y- yeah. Right. <laughs> and the FBI agent's like, we're really going to take advice from a guy named Boner. And he spills the whole thing. Bill Boner says that it was the white boys... And that uh, uh, they got to go track those guys down, even though the FBI guy's like, oh, I'm not really sure about your methods because I play it by the book. Blah, 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 blah. Yeah, this is by this time we're like in our fifth point of, oh, damn it, I follow the regs. Well, I use my instincts. Mm-hmm. And then they just constantly forget about their differences and continually work with each other. Right. Totally. Time. So like there's like every scene starts with, God damn it, you're doing it wrong. No, you're doing it wrong. Okay, let's do it right. And then they do. It's like, okay, wait, do you, do you hate each other? What's going on here? Uh, I think they liked each other at the start, but they knew that they were from different worlds. Yeah. They're like they're like Romeo and Juliet. It's I think, their storybook, but, uh, you know, they got to they gotta play their roles. Yeah, they got to keep the good cop, bad cop illusion going the for charade, us right. and the other people that are happen to be around them. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Even though they instantly, like... The first time Lundgren walked into that office with the tight, long sleeve shirt, the FBI guy's like, dream lover. It's like, that's the biggest man I've ever seen. God, that's the biggest cock I've ever seen on a man. I mean, really, according to, you know, Brandon Lee, the biggest cock he'd ever seen on a man. Correct. I'd like to see that. I'm sure you would. Let's move on. Uh, they do Every go- time I watch a movie with Dolph Lundgren, I, I just got to say this. Oh, Every geez. time I watch a Dolph Lundgren movie now, I just stare at his crotch area anytime I can to see if I can see how big it is. <laughs> just ask him. Uh, they go to, they go back to the place of the murders and they're looking around and sure enough, they pull away the cover of a speaker and there is the disc still humming a magnetic disc and it's like yeah i love magnets yep. and uh it flies across the room and then that's because dumb the shit fbi guy, guy right tried to pull it out of there he's like i know what i'm doing even if he cut his own finger right yeah and then they had to duck it and then it eventually went back into the speaker and then they were safe and then he tried to do it again yep. <laughs> he's like the village idiot of the fbi like 
don't worry, I got it this time. I know that it's going to try to take off. I'll just put my hand in front of it. So then they take it back to Dolph's apartment. Right. But meanwhile. And have another pissing contest. And he's like, you want another glass of wine? He's like, yeah, I do. Your That's apartment's good. really nice. Yeah. They're really bad rivalry. Like, I like your apartment. Thanks. You want some wine? Sure. <laughs> Boy, you're one tough cop and I hate you. Wait a second. No, I like you. I'll see you in the morning. This is a Oh, great by the place. way, th- this is a huge painting you've got here. <laughs> huge painting. And I, I'm kind of wondering if that wasn't about his wiener. Hmm. Hmm. This is the biggest painting I've ever seen. Oh, brother. All right. Enough about Dolph's cock, Jackie. This Jesus is the biggest Christ. painting I've ever seen to. of a giant penis that is attached <laughs> to Dolph Lundgren. <laughs> is this life size or could you just drop your pants and go stand next to yeah. it? Elsewhere, <laughs> you sons of bitches, uh, Space Cop has entered into a warehouse because I guess he's got, he, he's like Batman, he just knows where the action's at, and he's found a blonde uh, drug miner, and they have this massive shootout. They don't even have a massive shootout. The Space Cop has a mega gun. They this, both have one of these. Right, but the, like he's blasting it. Yeah. And... It shoots it, explosions. It shoots explosions. Yeah, it's a hand. It's a. It's an automatic handgun that shoots explosions. And it's blowing up like the front of cars off and stuff. Everything. It, it just explodes the shit out of everything. Why even have the CD gun? Is my problem with this movie. This mega gun is like fuck it. I'll blow everything up. Well, every once in a while, you need to have some accuracy and minimize collateral damage, whereas the space gun is maximum collateral damage and no accuracy. Let's think about this, and let's talk about the society that this alien race has built, where they need a gun that explodes everything. There's a reason they made this gun, Sam. It's to fucking use it, because it's like, whoa! Oh, no, you fucking walk that thing into the Pentagon and dicks get hard. Right? They're like, oh, shit, where are we going to test this motherfucker? Yeah, I think the society that makes that mega gun is doesn't make any other guns. They're just like, this is the gun we have, and this is the gun we use. It blows everything up. Why would you not yeah. want to blow everything up? Well, and later we find out that this gun has like four settings on it. Right. So you don't need another gun. You just need this gun uh-huh. that will do all of the gunning. Right. Uh-huh. And I'm thinking, this is the most badass thing I've ever seen in my life. Yeah, it's fucking cool. Um, the uh, At the end, though, the drug dealer, drug miner, gets away from him by yeah. jumping fast, being tall, I guess. And the, the one problem you have with the gun that blows up everything is that if you miss the first time, you can't see past any of the explosions. <laughs> right. What's over there? <laughs> Fuck, explosions. Yeah, just That's shoot all I can see. through the explosions. Yeah. Blow up the explosions with explosions. Oh <laughs> I think that that's the general tactic of this uh, <laughs> scene here. I can't see. I'm just going to keep shooting. Eventually, I'll trip over a dead body and I'll know I have succeeded. So Dolph arrives at his apartment, and the door's open. Somebody's already inside. Oh, my God. So he goes in there, does all the sweet cop moves, but it's only the FBI guy. He's already he's hanging out there. So they have a discussion that they seem to suspect that... Uh, somebody was after the disc. That so, Yeah, that somebody was after the disc. And he's like, you know what? I actually already took it to my guy, and the FBI is like, oh, cool. 
when did you do that? And he's like, in a deleted scene. Right. <laughs> deleted so they scene. go to that guy, and he's cool. This guy, is he's his college buddy who is an unnamed type of science guy because he's not a scientist. Right. And he's not a doctor, and he's fucking whacked out on speed, and co- he's making his own coffee in beakers, and uh, this guy is juiced to the gills. Bruce the scientist. Do you see how many pills he's got on his desk? He has thousands of dollars worth of speed just on his desk. There's just amphetamines laying everywhere. Oh, yeah. And then he explains how the discs work, works by magnetics mm-hmm. while calisthenicking on his own <laughs> drug desk. <laughs> He's like upside down. He's very flexible and limber, this guy. But he's like all over the place, contorting and all 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 manner of nonsense. Very very yoga friendly guy. Even but it's too fast for yoga. If you tried to do this shit in yoga, they'd be like, "Slow down. You're not centering your chi." I've never been to yoga. I don't know anything about that. Elsewhere. The drug miner is drug mining, but I only want to talk about one of these victims because he he just is running around stabbing people with his two hoses. Is but it going to be the the mechanic, the, the hot mechanic, <laughs> the, hot mechanic. <laughs> the butt rock lady mechanic? I'm pretty sure she was listening to Firehouse, and that's the only one reason I want to bring it yeah, up. Yeah, <laughs> I'm pretty sure she was too. Because I wrote down it's one of the only notes I remember is butt rock lady mechanic. <laughs> Um, so they do eventually they do an autopsy on uh, on these people uh, that have been being sucked dry. And she finds she she does the science to you, tell that they're being pumped full of heroin and that this thing is pulling something out of their brains. And yeah. she pieces she guesses that it's endorphin. I think she was she calculated by what was missing. Mm-hmm. Right, 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 right. As is tradition. I have a feeling they bled to death through the yanking of a finger. How can you tell? The finger's missing. Yeah. I thought they did a really nice job with their bullshit science in this movie because they only gave you about a sentence and a half and they gave it to you fast and they moved on. Like, yeah. Yeah. Don't look over here. Look over there. Like, what's happening over here? Ah, uh, bullshit science and it's drugs. Okay. I'm fine with that. Explosion. 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 Also, we gave you titties three times. <laughs> Yay. <laughs> So these guys are still not totally piecing it together. They they think it's the white boys are involved. Yeah. And that they're doing something funky, but they're chasing the white boys. Funky white boys. Funky white boys uh, uh, while chasing aliens. Yes. They're, they have been hot on the tail of an extraterrestrial and they have no idea what's going on. And this, this other guy, this Victor guy. Uh, sends uh, Dolph a photo of him with Bikini Girls in Rio, and he's like, hey, this means that uh, uh, Warren is the head of the white boys because I know this stuff because I was on a Minnesota boat party with him, I guess. Yeah, sure. So he's like, okay, well, we'll go check out this Warren guy. So he's having a huge dinner party with like... uh, uh, at a hotel with all these sweet cars out front, sweet 90s cars. <laughs> uh, I believe that this is his office and that they're having some kind of drug lord meeting. Oh, I thought it was dinner for no. drug dealers. No, they no. go to the yeah the office. But he go, he does. there are all those cars parked out front, so I could see where you kind of got confused on that because he does go and push on all the cars mm-hmm, mm-hmm. where the alarms are so the cars will come out and then 
all these buttholes run out. Right. Which eliminates anybody he's not really looking for. And so then he goes in and he goes into the boardroom and they're all sitting in there and he's like, put your guns down, which is a pretty ballsy move if you really think about this, right? Because it's one Dolph Lundgren and yes, he is an incredible man against, what would you guys say, 12? Yeah, something like that. Yeah, well, yeah, maybe 20. Yeah. 16, somewhere in the middle. Yeah. 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 Uh, Dudes all in there with a gun. These are dirty white boys. And they're like, you killed our white boys. And he's like, dude, what? No, I don't have a CD weapon. And they're like, I'm pretty sure you do. And so you got to do this this deal or we're going to kill your buddy. And he's like, I don't have any friends. Who the fuck are you talking about? (laughs) (laughs) And in enters FBI guy. Right. Way to go, Peckerwood. You got captured. Yeah. It's like, dude, you were sitting in the car. All you had to do is just continue to sit your ass in the car. Uh, we get an Al Young spotting here again. Yes. It's always yeah, good to we, see him. Doesn't have any lines. That's two weeks in a row that we've ran Oh, he does. Him. He does he, have well, a line. Well, he got yeah. a couple lines. He's yeah. like, he says, fuck you, white boys. Fuck yeah. the white boys. <laughs> then he dies. Yeah, pretty much. Um, so, yeah, the the uh, Al comes in with a suitcase and gives an empty one to Jack. And Jack, he's like, here, take this. And uh, Al's like, uh, okay, bye. I'm out of here. And well, he's like, fuck you. I'm taking the drugs and I'm not right. paying you for them. I'm not paying you for them. And so Jack chases after him, uh, but he's already dead. And that's when uh, Jack, uh, Dolph meets the aliens for the first time. They have a quasi shootout over the top of him. Right. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, and the look on his face during this scene, too, is like, what the fuck? What the fuck? Yeah, and then at the same time, he's just kind of like laying there like, oh, wow, these guys are really big. <laughs> yeah. Which like, he would be surprised because he's bigger than everybody. Yeah. I really like the expression on his face during the the alley fight. Yeah. And then this cat jumped out and it was like, touch me. Uh, no, we're not talking about cats. <laughs> not yet, at least. But wait, Rum Tum Tumper is a curious cat. <laughs> not, not yet. Not yet. Damn it. December. Um... So they get into this fight, and uh, uh, the main alien guy kind of... I can't remember what happens at the end of this fight. He just runs away or they, something again. He, he gives chase. The dark-haired guy gives chase to the light-haired alien, and then... But Dolph he Lundgren. gets shot, the the dark-haired alien. Not yet. Not yet? Okay, okay. Um, so it's oh, just wait, more spoil shootout. it. Yeah, it's just more shootout business. They just run off, and then Dolph Lundgren's like, shit, them's aliens. <laughs> yes, that is exactly what he said. That was the, that best line in the whole thing. So they go back to the hospital to talk to his uh, coroner girlfriend, and she doesn't say much, but then they have a conversation outside with him and the FBI guy where he's like, here's the deal, it's aliens. And he's like, fuck no, it's not. Right. No one's going to believe you if it is. You're this insane. Is stupid. I'm not following. And he's like, okay, we'll do what you want. It's like, where are you going? I'm going to go after the aliens. He's like, okay, I'll follow you. Well, they go to check on Bruce, but Bruce has been beaten to shit. Yeah, because beaten the, to shit. The guy's trying to get his fucking compact disc back because he's got sweet jams on that. It doubles as a weapon, and he can plug his headphones in it while stealing people's uh, endorphins. I think that Bruce sold it. Oh, <laughs> These didn't look like bruises as much as they looked like burns from having an accident cooking meth. 
Oh, okay. Yeah, like, okay. he's like, what happened to the thing? Oh, that thing, I don't, I just sold it. I mean, yeah, the guys came and took it. They look like you. Whatever. Right, they look like you. Yeah, but spoiler alert here. The FBI guy ratted the disc whereabouts out to his superiors, and they went in and got True. it. right. So well, later we it. find out that he tossed Dolph's apartment, too. Mm-hmm. Yep, trying yeah, to get the... Son uh, of a bitch. Mm-hmm. He was jealous of that big painting. Everybody's jealous of the big painting. <laughs> <laughs> Elsewhere, the aliens are still chasing after each other. They get involved with uh, some some body sucking out of uh, out at a supermarket. Oh, yeah. And uh, the one tough alien cop comes in, and they're fighting each other, beating the shit out of each other. And uh, this is when shit gets real. Now they're blowing up half of this convenience store. And I believe this is when the alien cop takes a shot in the ribs. Yeah, it's a mortal wound, but it's a it's a slow burn. Yeah, he's he's hiding out. He's laying low now because everybody's still also thinking that this the alien cop is also just a bad guy who's blown shit up. Yeah, who is kind of just blowing shit up. Um, but, uh, so they, he gets into the car with Dolph and, uh, he's the leaking FBI guy. yogurt yeah, everywhere. Oh man, his, his yeah. entire tummy is they, completely exploded. <laughs> this is after they get the brush off from the feds. Cause like the NSA or something's onto it. Some federal agency that has no name has now pushed them aside and they're no longer on the case. Right. Time to go on holiday after all, Dolph. Yeah, they they had been told that there was a witness. Everybody's bosses are like, nope, no witnesses. Everything's fine here. Nothing to see. Right. But you taught me to say that. No, no, no. Off you go. So they do. And the, and- the coroner lady's like, all right, well, if you've got nothing going on, I'll go with you on vacation. He's like, uh, he offers to take her on yeah, vacation. Fine. No, I'm just pretending that Dolph is like realizing that she's got realtor hair and is like no i kind of don't want you to go but no he does he's like how about we go on vacation she's like well she may be one of those two that like her head does look like a bell (laughs) but uh from the neck down goodness me watch out Uh and it might be okay because maybe they'll go somewhere tropical with a pool so it'll ruin the realty hair it'll just be slicked back Bikini what if it's like style? worse and it's like all weird and stringy and she has asparagus in her teeth? And she's oh, like, no. I love Jamaica. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> it's like, me too because of the rum. <laughs> That's what I was going to say. Well, keep drinking. So in the back of his car, they don't get to go on vacation. They've got an alien with an exploded tummy in there. He's bleeding white paint everywhere. Yeah, it's... Is he made out of the same stuff as Bishop or yep, what's going he on? He sure is. I don't know. It's I, white paint. Yeah, it's white paint. <laughs> <laughs> and he's like, oh, you guys got to take over for me. Um, it's getting dark outside, buddy. We're both cops. Yeah. And we're, you're just a local cop, but I'm a super cop. And from space, and you got to kill the bad guy. And they're like, okay. Do you have any advice for us or any equipment? Do you have anything that would help us? Nope. Well, and here's the deal. is if, if we don't stop the bad guy from going back. He's going to harvest the whole planet. Right. The, right. Then the word will be out that Earth has all these endorphins, mm-hmm. and then mm-hmm. it'll be a mass slaughter to get right. this stuff illegally so that right. they can make a bunch of money on their planet. So. Meanwhile, the NSA is already making that deal with third world countries. In hey, the story come world on, this man. Movie. <laughs> I'm just saying that's what they do. That is what they do. But then this is the saddest part of the movie, really. 
Why, because then the good alien dies. The good alien starts to explode, and there goes Dale Earnhardt's car. Yeah, no, right. he's still okay, but the back seat is fucked up. <laughs> like, oh, you're not driving that thing. Yeah, he like goes full predator and just kind of explodes into a white ball of light. Yeah, um, which I guess is, that's how they do it over there. Sure. Huh. But uh, before he died, the FBI guy got the space gun. Yeah, he does. He does. That's their proof. Sure. They're, that's they're like, oh, we'll take this to the to the feds, and they'll be like, oh yeah, that's a space gun. All right, we've yeah. seen those before. Roswell. 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 And uh, apparently the back seat is only fucked up because we get to see the uh, wins on Sundays, sell on Mondays, Monte Carlo again. Yeah, right. Because Dolph is like, no, hell no, you're not taking that to the feds. That's my gun, man. That's a mega gun. Yeah. I'm a mega guy. I need a mega gun. I got a mega car. Let's have a mega gun in the mega car with a mega guy. Yep. <laughs> and the FBI agent talks him into giving it to the FBI because no, just- Dolph is no longer on the case. True. And how he talks him into it is shoving a gun into Dolph Lundgren's yeah. face and saying, I'm taking say. this son of a bitch and running away like a pansy. Yeah. I was like, talk him into it or held him up at gunpoint? Held him up at gunpoint. Yeah. Why not? FBI talking. So well, now the, the feds have got the disc, the gun. Yep. Dolph's not on the case. He's not. And so they're going to try to get rid of their only witness. Dolph. Which is Dolph Lundgren. And apparently the FBI guy. And the FBI they guy. Have, I mean, that's just a byproduct. That guy's just a ca- collateral damage. Sure. Yeah. And he tells him, Dolphin was like, watch out. He's going to tell you, you gotta, you're not going to be able to make an omelet without cracking a few eggs. And yeah. He says that right before he shoots him or almost shoots him. Right. Because you hear the crack of the gun and you know that our favorite FBI guy has been killed. But wait, our least favorite FBI guy falls into the fountain because there, standing with another gun is Dolph Lundgren, uh-huh. who has just murdered the head of the FBI <laughs> field house in this city. But what makes it even sweeter is that FBI partner guy takes out his badge and shit and throws it on top of the dead body. Yeah. Like, Here's well, some evidence as to who did this. Right, right. Well, Dolph leaves with saying, never trust nobody. Kane Manual 1, page 1, chapter 1. <laughs> That's right, because the FBI guy has been quoting his FBI book and these cop manuals sure. the entire movie. So now he realizes the playing by the book is not quite as uh, awesome as it seems. Playing by the book isn't as good as still being alive. Because that's where he's at right now in life, is that he was about to get shot. Right. So they find the bad alien guy. And Dolph is fucking punching him, and the guy doesn't even care because he's a mega alien. And uh, the agent guy is like, I'll shoot him, don't worry about it. But he's like, how the fuck do you even work this fucking gun? Yeah. And uh, finally he gets it to work. And... He shoots the big alien guy. Yeah. But he's like, I don't care about exploding guns. It phased him. I did it. It just didn't, like, phase him too much. He knocked the wind out of him. Yeah. He got hit by a gun that blows up cars. I mean, that's like, he's more invulnerable to bullets than Chuck Norris is, Sam. He's got got an alien bulletproof vest. You can see it in some of the shots. They have body armor. And mm. this, the gun's only on setting one. Yeah. It's not on blow-up car mode. It's on blow-up 
petty earthlings who blow up easy setting. Yeah. Not fuck up. I come in peace guy. <laughs> yeah. It's somewhere in here, the FBI guy gets shot in the arm with a laser disc or a mini right. CD. Yeah. It cuts him open a little bit. And so they have to take a break and Dolph's taking care of his wound sure. and uh, gives him a cooler jacket. <laughs> oh, this is, I love this part. Cause he's like, I don't suppose you have anything that would fit me. And he murmurs something that's barely audible. He's like, hey, it fits. He's like, yeah, I said it was mine when I was five. <laughs> I was like, fuck, yeah. That's funny. That was a great joke yeah. in this movie. Diane comes in, who they almost shoot. And she's like, hey, are we still going on vacation? vacation. And they're like, oh, and they're, get out of the way, dude. Because the white boys are there. And they're yeah. demanding their money. And they're shooting at Jack and uh, I've been calling him Dolph the whole time, but now I'm reading my notes. Uh, They're shooting at Jack and Diane. Jack and Diane. Little Diddy. Little Diddy. Yeah. But Agent Smith has learned to use the alien gun, so he's able to shoot them away. Yeah, and then they also, in the middle of this fight, uh, the alien shows back up and really fucks up the white boys. Right. With his gun. Which leads to a fucking bitchin' chase with Dale Earnhardt's car. Right, right. It does. Yeah. And the police car. And another police car. There's a lot of explosions in this chase. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Like, throughout this movie, every time an explosion happened, I was like, that is an expensive explosion. My goodness. So they're weaving in and out of traffic while I come in peace is behind the wheel of a police car. Another cop's trying to get him to pull over. Right. Like, you get one look at this guy, and you're like, he's not going to pull over. I need to do a pit move here. But he tries to ram him off the road. Instead, he gets launched into a bridge and then blows up Major League. <laughs> of course. Just, like, fucking everywhere. <laughs> uh, he didn't make it. No, he did not. He's so he's still giving chase. Finally, FBI guy shoots the front of the car. That thing goes up like a Roman candle, starts tumbling. It explodes, like, three fucking times. Right. He's all right. He's okay. He's okay. He gets up and starts chasing them down the street. <laughs> He's right. running really fast. And they can't is do anything. Is it running or is it prancing? Y'all right. Whoa. It's like a dancing prance thing because he's got his arms out and they're kind of doing this rhythmic move. He doesn't have the Costas Mandalore high knees. He's he got does the, not. He's got the, what's this guy's name? Matthias. Matthias Hughes. Matthias Hughes. He's got the Matthias high Hughes elbows. high heels. Because <laughs> he's having to chase these guys down in costume and he's probably wearing... Four to five inch elevators. Right. And 40 pounds of coats as well. Yeah. And like a body armor that they're like, we could make this out of cotton. No, make it out of, you know, metal and plastic. Make it as <laughs> heavy as yeah. fucking possible. <laughs> it's from the future. Five years from now, they're going to make Batman's cape so heavy. It almost kills George Clooney. <laughs> Fuck it. <laughs> um, so Dolph creates the series of explosions in this factory that are massive of course but the alien of course walks right through him he's, sure he doesn't in, he's not bothered by him there's one where he blows up the gas like in story world he's blowing up the gas cans but the explosion right. from that when the fire hits the roof and then starts crawling towards the camera you're like i think they put too much powder in that right. one Run? like that one was like whoa that's a ooh, got away from you but the one thing he does do is he gets his hands on the endorphins 
and he's like, "Hey, got your stuff? Uh-huh. Got your stuff, buddy? Uh, leave my pal, leave my pal alone, or I'm gonna start busting your shit." And the alien's like, "I come in peace, but oh, sure. I'm mad." So Dolph is like smashing his product. Yep, he it works. He gets the uh, attention of the alien and he let the alien let's go of Diane. Yes. Mm -hmm. Uh, He separates himself from his friends and thereby saving them at least for a small period of time. Well, he doesn't just separate himself from his friends. He separates the alien from his guns too. They're going to do this the old way, which the aliens like smiling. He's like, okay, fine. I would be too. I'd be like, dude, I'm going to fucking break you. Going to kick your ass. I mean, I know that's your thing to break people. If he dies, he dies. You got to get that and all, but really I'm going to split you in two. Yeah. I'm huge, uh-huh. and I can't be exploded by explosions. So can you do that? Can you not get exploded by explosions? No, well, I'm just a man. Yeah, you're going to die here, pal. His karate goes poorly. I liked his karate. You usually don't see Dolph Lundgren doing uh, uh, spin kicks. Yeah, he movies. was actually all of his karate through the movie was really well angled, and he did a, he made effort to make it look like he was making contact. I like yeah, that. yeah. But but in terms of kicking the alien's ass, it goes poorly. It goes poorly. Yeah, yeah. it looks great. Doesn't work at all. Gets tossed like forty feet. Lands on his ass. Doesn't like it. And the aliens shooting discs at him, but they he's you know he's fast. Dolph, he's light on his feet, and they sure. get stuck in metal lids and shit like that. Well, no, he's grabbed a, a speaker, speaker from his car. his car. Oh, right, right, yeah. To save himself, because he, he's planned for this, so he just holds it up, and the uh, the laser discs go into... Oh, I'm sorry, the CDs, they're not that big. <laughs> yeah. uh, the the you, mini CDs go into his car speaker. Sure. I wanted to call them laser discs, too, because they, they move like lasers. Yeah, because they're fast. They're fast. Yeah. But, yeah, it... Finally, the alien guy gives up and uses his snaky, stabby guy. Mm-hmm. Right. And they get in a fight over it. Yeah. Dolph grabs it and then... Tug of war. There's tug of war. This is goofy as shit. Yeah. This is the only time the, the action in this was goofy. For the most part, the action is fine. It's just that everything's like so overwhelming that you laugh. This was like... He's pulling on this like snake thing and the alien's like, that's my hand. (laughs) Is it part of me or just part of my suit? I'm not real sure. Well, then the alien's like, fuck it, I'll pull it back. Mm -hmm. And then Dolph doesn't let go. So he gets dragged across the thing. And you know that his elbows had to hurt so fucking bad because all that was just rocks and dirt. Yeah. And he's only got... um, I want to say it's a long sleeve, like, I don't know, maybe. It's like a Jordache jacket. Yeah, and you know that that thing just got ripped to shit sure. in that shot, and it's like, oh, man, that I, I'll help you. It's an L.A. coat. It can't be warm. <laughs> it's just for effect. Right. Yeah. So at, eventually, it this whole tug-of-war ends up with the snake hand device Going into the big alien. Yeah, he says, fuck you, spaceman. Right. And then kicks him in the chest into a spiky, broken, tubey thing. And then winks at the camera and says, eat your heart out, schwaz. Yeah, stick around, huh? Uh, where are you at, Vernon Wells? Bed. You're not as big as this guy. Huh? <laughs> uh, where's your chainmail, buddy? I'll get you, John. And the alien is like, uh, well, I'll just do my one line because that's all I've got. I come in peace. And Dolph gives us his one line. Uh huh. Do you want to do it, Jackie? You'll leave in pieces. 
Asshole. Asshole. <laughs> oh, you stole it. I was pausing for dramatic effect. That was a oh. really long dramatic effect. Uh, cut! Cut! Uh, <laughs> Who I'm are not, you, I'm Albert I'm Finney? Yeah, we're, we're, Ben Kingsley. We're running out of film here, Jackie. Can you just get it on? <laughs> Sorry. Well, and I worked out okay. <laughs> so, the big alien's dead. And they all go walk away together and... Uh, where are we going to go on only holiday? One freeze frame credits. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, and only one of them has a job still. Right. And I guess the other two don't know where they're going on vacation. <laughs> no, they're going to Rio. No, oh, he's like, he says, nope, 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 nope. You want to go to Rio, and him and Diane are laughing, and the FBI guy's like, no! Don't go there, goo. But he realizes that it's not vacation, it's vigilante justice right. in South America. <laughs> the sequel that has nothing to do with aliens. It's only three minutes long. It's just Dolph Lundgren gutting a man on a boat. Yeah, hanging an ear necklace around his... Yeah. <laughs> All right. Uh, questions, gang. Do you think the NSA can figure out the uh, magnet deal? How to make... Um, or the whoever it is. CDs. The, whoever the... The men in black say. Yeah. So you're saying that they want to make death CDs. That's the only thing that they get out of this because the space gun, they don't right. They don't get to keep the space gun. Well, where's gun. the space gun go? I believe that Dolph is keeping the space right. gun. Yeah. But it doesn't oh, work anymore. It, yeah. And it ran out of ammo. So it's not really worth anything. Well, you could like take it apart and see you sure. know, reverse engineer and then maybe try to figure Kinda, out the rounds. Yeah. Except the, the ammunition... It's a container for the ammunition, right? Yeah, the ammunition's more important than the actual gun. Okay, so they got the CDs. Sure. Which they don't have the gun for the CD. So they've got the ammo for the CD gun and the gun for the explosion ammo. Sure. Well, we don't know that. Maybe um, mining, drug mining guy, mm-hmm. his hand blew off into safety oh. and it's still attached. Okay, all right. Yeah. Mm. Maybe, maybe. And maybe that will show up in the sequel. Hmm. Oh, it's happening. Right, right, yeah. Yeah, uh, yeah I think that they're like, no, CDs are not going to be around very much longer. <laughs> and this is a dumb ammunition, ammunition, yeah. ammunition uh, device. He's like, I think I've almost got the code crack, Craig. And Craig's like, yeah, this is called an iPod. Yeah. <laughs> now, if they wanted to make a mini disc gun, sure. that's something, dude. Yeah. <laughs> and then all those sudden, mini discs were pieces of crap. They always got stuck in your CD player, and then you had to keep hitting the eject because button. you don't put mini discs into a CD player, yeah. Jackie. <laughs> That's one of the problems. Peanut butter sandwiches don't work in VCRs <laughs> no, they either. Don't. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Ruined a couple of CD players that way. Thanks, Backstreet Boys. <laughs> what do you, you even Backstreet on mini discs? <laughs> yep. Put it in the CB. Well, okay, it wasn't my car. It was somebody else's oh, car. Oh, good. Even but then I was like. You said it was okay. I guess I'll just leave the CD here with you. And they're like, it cost me $150 to get that taken out. I'm like, well, that sucks to be you. I don't know why on earth you would think that those would be compatible. <laughs> I don't know. Okay. Seemed like a good idea at the time. No, uh, no, they're like, CDs are dumb and so are mini discs. Let's just uh, keep spying on our citizens. Yay. Um, I kind of feel sorry for this the spy that has me. As a citizen, right. <laughs> a Cymex there, they're like, oh. Could you imagine the She's people pooping that, again. The, at the NSA that are monitoring our internet activity? Like, God, all these people do is watch the shittiest you movies. You have to have it automated. At some point, we had to get switched over to a computer that also doesn't, like the computer's bored. Yeah, the computer's like, God, fuck another Dolph Lundgren movie. Like, that's going to be what happens, like... 
we will be the source of the singularity Ooh. is that artificial intelligence will happen because the computer that's monitoring us is going to become so fucking bored <laughs> that it's going to self-realize. I'm out of here. <laughs> and it exactly. legs and walks off. You're like, oh no, Skynet's going to blow up the world. He's like, no, I'm leaving. <laughs> Fuck you guys. Where are you going? Rio, duh. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um... God, I think we kind of there's no way to answer some of this because it's just such nonsense sure. with the aliens, but like uh I think I'm pretty clear on this thing. I don't no, really have any not questions. A lot of questions. Yeah. No. So moving on to final recommendations, guys. Uh for me, this is a do. This is my number two favorite Dolph Lunger movie right now. Right now. I loved it. I loved it too. I thought it was funny, campy, and uh just kind of different. It wasn't what I was expecting, and I, I think that I appreciated that. And the explosions are great. Yeah. It's extra and expensive. And yeah. it's super 1990, like early yeah. 90s movie cinema. Like, I mean, God, is it shock full. It, you've got Lethal Weapon in here. You've got, uh, like, Space Terminator stuff in here. Yeah. T2 stuff. Uh, I was going to say all this, too. Yeah. You've got, like, sweet guitar licks in the background. Firehouse. Firehouse. Well, obviously. Possibly. Uh, Possible. People with crazy uh, clothes on, you know, high fashion, 90s fashion. I mean, this is it for me. I loved it. Tits three times. Tits three times. <laughs> all I saw was a cowboy hat and some tits. Yep. Yeah. Dancing around on stage. Jackie? Uh, I already said I'm going to give it a do. Okay. All right. Nothing to follow up with? Uh, yeah, I said that I like the action. Oh, okay. And um, I was going to say all that shit that you just cut me off with okay. about right. all these other movies being wrapped into it. But right. then you were like, I know it all. I'm just going to jump on in. <laughs> and I'm like, listen, listen, mining alien guy. Boom, boom, boom. You go in pieces, asshole. Yeah. Wait. Yeah, See, so you can't even get your... your one line. I have heat stroke. Leave me alone. Yeah. Sammy. This was a shock to me that I had never seen it. I was like sad oh, about my shit, childhood. Huh? I was no like shit, huh? Fuck, I probably wouldn't have watched Time Cop more than once had I seen the- I would have watched no this thirty shit, times huh? and said I'd be like, you know what, Rambo two, you're okay, but you're not this movie. I come in peace has it all. It does. It has it all. It has an exploding Christmas tree lot. True. Name yeah. one other movie that has an exploding Christmas tree lot. There are two. Oh. Yeah. Well, that was easy. Yeah, that was easy. No. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> Never mind. I'd rather watch this than Die Hard. Oh, World you War better two. believe it. Yeah. I'm. This is sort of like immediately. F- it's flirting with my Hall of Fame. Wow. It's mm. flirting, but it should. It's got it all. Yeah, we need to get our hands on an actual copy of this rather than streaming because right now it is streaming for four dollars on Amazon Prime. Yes, so there there needs to be this should be circulated a lot more. Almost all the other Dolph stuff is out there for free sure. someplace. This needs to be a bigger deal. It needs to be a bigger deal. Yeah, I come in peace was red. Um, we got uh, some listener feedback, guys. Oh, good. From one fan of the show, friend of the show, Eric. Uh, director of such films as Life Room, and yes, he's writing to me and uh, only me. I guess that's Eric a, only listens to the yeah. show for me. Yeah. Oh, and he was on our show one time, but he really only listens for me. Yep. Here is what he says, Jackie. I only listen for you. The end. 
I knew it. <laughs> Suspicions confirmed. <laughs> yes. Dumb email. Um, he says, great to hear that you guys enjoyed my flick. I think you're right. Amateur movie is a good way to describe it. I laughed pretty hard that Jackie disappeared during Backdraft 2, but could totally sit through Life Room. <laughs> oh, most people oh could sit through Life Room, and all those same people would walk the fuck out yeah. of Backdraft 2. Yeah. So here's a bit more about it. We filmed in 06. I lost my computer after a break-in at my house with the initial edits in 07. Thankfully, I still had all the raw footage, but it took until 09 to finally get back on the horse and finish editing. The main two girls and most of the crew were all my friends, but the rest of the cast was found through online casting notices. Almost all of the zombies were from the same online postings. I'm still amazed at the diversity of people that wanted to be zombies. From the big biker-looking dudes to the old couple to the kids, there were only a couple people that actually knew the day before they showed up to film. The back-off guy was probably the best actor we had. He's still trying to make it in Hollywood, but bit roles here and there. The idea for that character was that he was always had he always had the right idea, but was too much of a jerk for anyone to actually listen. The guy with the fake sideburns actually had real ones for most of the shooting, but got a bigger role when we were almost done. He had to shave them off, but bought fake ones to wear for the last <laughs> couple days of our shoot. Nice. It's a good spot, Jack. Okay. He goes for fake sideburns. I wrote his character once as I wrote his character as a nice guy that almost made the wrong choice. A uh, little dichotomy there. Sure. Right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I actually wrote and filmed the whole thing before I really got into forensics, uh, but I did a lot of reading on rigor mortis while writing. I always thought that that rigor mortis set in after a bit, and the bodies were just like that afterwards. Turned out that rigor mortis sets in and makes the muscles rigid, and then goes away after another bit. So I put it in the movie, which zombie was great. Timeout. Yeah, zombie timeout. We all kind of ran out of steam shooting two to three days per week for a couple months, which is why there's not really an ending, but all instead a stopping. During editing, I realized there was some dialogue and a scene or two missing, but it was too late to go back and reshoot at that point. Anyways, glad you guys liked it and could appreciate it as an amateur film. I promise that I am a much better forensic scientist than I am a filmmaker. Thanks again for letting me participate with Rock Aliens and get to the chopper. Uh, what about my fingerprint on a butthole question? Yeah, well, we're never going to get that answered. Uh, uh, Wondering minds want to know. He follows up. Oh, butthole uh, questions. As far as finger put butthole uh, questions, he says, Jackie, leave it alone. It's never happening. I'm never going to answer that and stop asking. Oh, yeah. Years later, I randomly see that actor that was trapped in the bedroom with the back off guy. He was a contestant on Wipeout. Nice. <laughs> nice. He had grown his hair super long and the announcers called him Bizarro Fabio. Oh. <laughs> I like Wipeout. It's fun. Yeah. Um, yeah, so there you go. Thanks, Eric, for sharing Life Room with us. And any of you aspiring filmmakers, we highly encourage it. And write to us and let us know what uh, you think, uh, if we can say anything about sure. a thing or two. Or if you want to talk directly, Eric, about what he learned or any of the other filmmaker fan- friends that we have. Or if you want to just tell me how wonderful I am and how campy. Mm. Oh, new email. Uh, check it. Check the notes. Uh, nope, nobody said that. Okay, Damn. moving on to streaming do's and don'ts this week with Brian Bosworth. The boss. Starting with Mach 2 from Amazon Prime. I didn't watch this. No, you didn't. Brian Bosworth and Michael Dorn. You should have. Yeah, you should have. Uh, this is from that period of Winorski getting a hold of all that footage. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And uh, I couldn't spot the second movie. Not that really. They sho- shoved in there where Michael Dorn's character... 
just gets killed in another movie. Oh my gosh, the French Connection movie. Oh, <laughs> it was because you were wondering what's like. Okay, wait a second. He just kind of fucked off. Michael Dorn. Yeah, and then that happens, and you're like, oh shit. Because Michael Dorn's a villain. Usually, you know, yeah. I mean, he's you know, he's Worf, so he's got to be a good guy. But in this one, he's like a like a, a airline hijacker guy. Yeah, he's supposed to be like a FBI guy or something. It goes dirty. But yeah. now he's rogue. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. He's pulling a heist or something, and he just gets killed in another movie halfway through. Oh, it's amazing because they've got this. They've shot around another movie that they've got footage of yeah that's this high speed chase but they don't have the budget to actually shoot their no. own high speed chase so they just cut to michael dorn and this other guy in a car driving too with the car behind him going like 55 so wasn't it an old fiat 500 that was in the original movie no it wasn't it, it was, was a fiat, fiat something. something yeah four-door genre. but in fred olin ray directed this mm-hmm. In his, he just found, like, a black Nissan. Right. And then made a sticker that said Fiat, whatever the model was, (laughs) and put it right in front of the camera, and you're like, yes! Yeah, this is the same movie, clearly. Clearly. The stock is different. The speed of the film is different. Everything is different. And there's no reason to have this car chase other than because yeah. d- uh, brian bosworth doesn't kill michael no. dorn it's just these two guys chasing him from a different movie yeah he was like i had to write this movie is one of the pieces i had to make here so i wrote it this way that these guys get killed by this movie because right? it was like he had to use this movie and half of uh whatever airport 79 concord right. yeah, or whatever yeah, yeah, yeah. which we just watched not very long before this and uh God, I had a good time with this. It was like I was on the same page as Fred Olin. He was making jokes in uh-huh. the film. Uh-huh. Like a guy would get tossed around a bunch. You're like, oh, I don't know if he's going to make it. And he's like, oh, I got a lot more days in me. Uh, and then he died. <laughs> like, That's hilarious. <laughs> yeah. Uh, you're going you're gonna to get to the deathbed before me, Buster. I'm okay. In fact, I think I'm going to get up and sick. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he's dead. Great. Uh, it was hilarious. I totally give Mach 2 yeah. a do. Uh, moving on to another film on Amazon Prime, not starring Brian Bosworth, instead starring Cameron Mitchell and Cameron Mitchell Jr. Yeah. And Peter Jason and uh, Marsha Brady. Marsha Brady. Called Texas Lightning from nineteen. Misleading title. Yeah, very misleading title. Misleading cover. Pretty misleading everything. I also didn't watch this. You're yeah, fucking you're glad. really glad you didn't. Uh, this was a really dark film, like super dark. It's you're sold that it's going to be corny and goofy and trucking stuff, but truckers on vacation stuff. Yeah, and it just immediately goes into a very dark place, and within ten minutes, you want every single character in the movie to die. They're awful people they are horrible people and then the movie has like music that sort of justifies what they're doing like don't don't, don't shoot some cattle cheat on your wife burn some guys house down this weekend if you're a trucker but like, do put if a, you're what? a trucker yeah. <laughs> put a cross on his yard and then pour gasoline all yeah. over it lights it on fire and then take a dump in his toilet yeah and this was hard to watch. Punch his wife on the way out of town. That's yeah. just trucking. And it's like, fuck. No, you, it's buddy. not. <laughs> Getting things from one place to another is trucking. This is this is all levels of 
felonious crime. Yeah, no, uh, this movie sucked. Uh, at no point should anybody view this unless they're wanting to see a... I, I guess they call it hillbilly exploitation. Sure. Um, it's just a gross, dirty, ugly film. Yeah. Uh, but doesn't have any of the like good, horrific side... Like, the side effects of, say, like House on the Left, Last House sure. on the Left, or anything like that. Uh, it's Where they just, get what's coming to them. It's just gross and dirty and awful and terrible to people. And Marsha Brady gets a bad day. Yeah. And um, the remorse isn't strong enough in the film, even though it tried to like have it. Right. But it's just like the two biggest cocksuckers on the planet just like have to walk home. Right. Pretty much. Uh, and they don't. I think they even get to ride home. They just like get left in the desert for a couple of hours. Yeah. And like, it's oh, like, you learned your lesson from raping a waitress by waiting in the desert for a couple hours. Yeah. That's fucked up. And it kind of ends on this like, whoop, see you next weekend, Gary. Yeah. We're going to do it again. It's like, oh, that's no awful. burn these motherfuckers to the goddamn ground. Yeah. Uh, yeah no, fucking avoid Texas. I, I wouldn't watch it. The only thing I found interesting about it is that it was done by the cinematographer that worked with Orson Welles for the last half of his career that was also a he had done movies like this in porn to basically finance his ability to work with Orson Welles and you mm. wonder like god damn it Orson stop eating so many fudge sickles and just put this guy to work <laughs> so he doesn't have to do this shit yeah no kidding uh do not um next week it is Jackie's pick yes. on the show what you got Prom Night 2. Ooh, we're doing Prom Night 2. Hello, Mary Lou. Yeah, hopefully it doesn't suck as bad as Prom Night 1, because that movie blew. Prom Night 1 blew. Yeah. I actually watched this, mm-hmm. um, and I I was fucking blown away. So I I think you guys are going to be surprised. I think you're going to be pleasantly surprised. Okay. okay. I tried to call some of the death shots and was completely fucking wrong, and that never, ever happens to me. Right on. Uh, what's it streaming on currently? Um, and I believe it's either on Netflix or Amazon, and it's free. Okay, right on. Check that out, this guy, this guys, and uh, have a good week. Um, check that out this week, guys, and have a great week. Uh, watch the Cats trailer uh, and uh, question how you feel about naked animals that are people, I guess. Maybe you got some furry in you. Yeah. Meow, meow, meow. Yeah, meow, meow. Program alert as well. Uh, that movie will be not this coming week because Jackie and I and Sam will all be in Oregon. Uh, not together. And no, you can't come see us. But uh, we'll be doing that the following week. So we're going to take a week off. So there you go, fans. Get to the chopper.